Listen, Linda. Listen. Oh my goodness. What's good, y'all? It's your girl, Corinne, with notes from Corinne. You are listening to Another Day, Another Chance, a podcast that is focused on encouraging you every single week to become more of the person God has called you to be. Um, and like I said, listen, Linda, okay, we're going to start with these updates. I cannot believe that I am literally two millimeters. Is that right? I think that's right. I am a I am extremely close <laughs> to being done with my master's program. I y'all when I tell you I have been putting my body through the ringer, not getting the sleep that I need to get some papers done and stuff, which is bad and I just it was bad. I didn't have to do all that, but I did, and so here we are. Um and I'm just like but y'all, let me tell you what happened. Okay, I got that paper done. I clicked submit. I got that confirmation email. When I tell you I threw my phone, I shut my computer, threw my computer on the bed and started screaming and, you know, you know, like the silent scream, like, yeah, like not, you know, so people don't think somebody's dying, but, you know, the silent scream and man, thank you Jesus thank you Lord thank you so if you're in school and you are you know working through it to the end um keep going I pray that you feel an immense amount of liberation and release and peace once you click that final submit or circle that final answer and turn that exam whatever it is I just mm, man I can't even explain how I feel right now I'm just so eager to uh, go to sleep or really just lay here and not be thinking about much at all um but you're listening to the love series which is a podcast series within another day another chance where we are having intentional conversation on first corinthians chapter 13 verses four through seven um discussing the importance of loving our neighbor and so uh today we're picking up and here's the other thing y'all um You know, the love series is coming to a close. We are in our last few episodes. And I remember the halfway point. I remember a couple episodes in. I remember starting this thing. And I just, I'm like, what? Really? But I feel like I be having these moments all the time. But but still, I'm definitely in a reflecting mode right now. But let's jump into it. So we are at the point in the uh, scripture where... um, in one version, it says it always trusts. Another version says it always has faith. Another one says it believes all things. Um, and the question that came to mind for me as I was thinking through this text was, is God a God worth trusting? And, you know, you say that question, and it's like, hello, who do you think he is asking this question, first of all, right? Um, but the the question is real. I think it's a question that we all ask ourselves. We may not use those words, but our but our actions our hesitation, our doubts, our fears scream that we are asking this question every single day of God. And um, so this week, you know, it's it's December. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And uh, Christmas is coming up. And so I decided um, I'm going to do a little bit more intentional reading and studying of the, the birth of Jesus. And so I'm doing this plan, um, this Advent plan on the Bible app. And one of the first days of the uh, uh of the bible study 
they were talking about the birth of Jesus and how he was set to come. You know, this was this is all a part of God's plan. And, you know, this was God's promise to us and how God is so faithful and everything. And when I was thinking about this episode, it hit me that we ask ourselves the question, is God a God worth trusting? Is God trustworthy? Right. Is he who he says he is or is he playing us in essence? <laughs> is he playing games with us up there, sitting up high, looking down low, laughing, waiting for us to find out that he's not who he said, you know, is God a God we're trusting? And the birth of Jesus. When I was reading this Bible study, it hit me like the birth of Jesus is a phenomenal example of the answer to this question. Let me tell you why. When we think about how we are all sinners, the Lord created this world and look, Adam and Eve didn't do what they had to do. Okay. And so it was some, it was shenanigans forever and ever as a result of that. And you look at God being perfect in all of his ways, being one that is so loving and so great. And he decided, you know what? Understanding all of this, I'm going to send a a source, a perfect, a perfect response to protect, to cover, to save my people. And so you go back to asking yourself, is God a God worth trusting? Understanding that God set this plan and we are now saved. When you ask about if somebody is trustworthy, you may go to questioning, um, do they keep their promises? Are they real to who they say they are, right? And when we look at the birth of Jesus and how Jesus is, um, you know, God fulfilling a promise to us, literally Jesus coming to save the world, the greatest thing that could have ever been done that was ever done, not even could have, that was ever done, the Lord fulfilled that promise. And so how could we sit back and look at God and even wonder, is he a God worth trusting? He fulfilled the greatest promise that ever ever needed to be fulfilled. He was faithful. Now, and here, let me finish that sentence. He was faithful, y'all. I don't be finishing my sentences sometimes, so I got to do better with that. He he was faithful in the 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 most important promises there, there, the most important promise there ever could be to man, to save us, to pull us up out the mess we dropped ourselves in. He was faithful in that area. Not to mention, this is what I was gonna say before. Not to mention all of the other areas where he is faithful, right? So God isn't just the God we're trusting with the big things. But he's a God worth trusting with all things. Come on, that is a word. You're going to want to write that down. God is not a God worth, only worth trusting with the big things, but he's a God worth trusting with all things. And he does not fail. Um, I feel like when uh, the book of um, Psalms makes statements about how, uh, you know, God's love is never failing. It comes to mean something new to me time after time as I learn more and more about God's character and it really begins to resonate with my spirit because I see in so many different ways, God does not fail. You know, we can look at somebody from an aerial view. I use the phrase like you can zoom out and um, look down and think like, okay, yeah, like you great. You know, you don't be messing up. Cool. You know, you are God. Okay. 
But when you really get into it and you see all of the different ways that God does not fail, you see all of the different ways that God is perfect. You see all of the different ways that he shows up, all the different ways that he truly is a God worth trusting. I just sit in awe. And, and then I rejoice because I see that his love is so full and so faithful and so perfect and so wonderful. And it is safe to rest in. Mm. Yeah. So that is that is something that I learned through this uh, devotional, the Advent devotional. Um, this is this is really uh, where this this root idea came from. Just the idea of how, um, you know, the Lord God sending his son to save us. Was a promise that God kept. It's what he chose to do, what he said he would do, and he did it. Um, and so this this devotional plan is walking through that. And I would encourage you to hop on. I'll put the link for it in the description of this um, episode. Um, now, I do want to talk about, obviously, we're talking about uh, the power of God's love and also loving our neighbor. And so when you think about trusting people, it gets fishy, right? There are so many things going around on social media that talk about, um, you know, you uh, just a host of different messages of how people are not worth trusting and that after somebody does you dirty, you never trust them again. I mean, just so many things. And I, you know, I can speak for myself and say that, um, I have experienced brokenness in this, in this arena and it has made it very challenging for me to trust people, uh, sometimes. And, you know, so I do want to speak to and acknowledge and, um, you know, recognize that that is a hard area. It can be hard to trust people, especially after you have experienced brokenness. Um, but what I do want to remind you is that while it can be hard to overcome the brokenness that you are experiencing, uh, the same way that we say we can be thankful for the blessings, but we can't forget about the blessor is what my mom would say. Um, we can be thankful for the things that God has given us, but we can't forget about the God that gave them to us. Uh, another thought came into my mind in regards to trust that we can struggle. I think it will happen that we may struggle from time to time with trusting people, but are you going to trust the God that put the people in your life at this point in period of time? Natalie, what do you mean? If that wasn't clear, let me break it down. Um, God has a plan for our lives. And we as fickle and broken human beings, somebody put this so, it was so real that it was kind of like, whoa. But I also loved it because I felt um, seen and I felt like that is, that's just the God honest truth. Um, somebody was doing like a Q&A on their Instagram and they were talking about, uh, you know, just people and what does it mean to be a person and why do we, why do we sin? You know, and the person responded and said, because we are broken we are broken and, and hurting people. And in one way or another, in one avenue or another, we have experienced um, some type of brokenness or some type of challenge. If you don't want to use the word brokenness, I understand that. Maybe some type of challenge, some type of difficulty, something that you've had to overcome in your life. Um, and so when it comes to the arena of trust, I think it's a very sensitive topic, especially today. Uh, but what I want to say is that God has a plan for our lives. And so 
in the struggling with your trusting people first, per usual, um, I always say, like, I encourage you to take it to God in prayer. Keep it real with yourself and keep it real with God. But the other thing I would say is, while it may be hard sometimes to trust people, God has created your life. He is giving you the steps. He has either, um, he is allowing whatever is happening in your life or he is, you know, everything that is going on, God is overseeing. He is watching. He is paying attention to and he is loving you through it. Understanding all of that. Can you trust God through it? I understand it can be hard to trust people, but can you trust the God that has created your life and your path? Um, I think it's important to also zoom out and ask ourselves, are we in arenas where it can be hard to trust people because we are around people that we are not supposed to be around? You know? Um, I think that that's also an important question we have to ask. But I absolutely understand the idea where it's hard to trust people. You got your heart broken or your friend never showed up for you like they said they would or your parents didn't show up for you as a child like they said they would and you've you know that that healing has never, you know, fully come through for you and so it's something that you have um you know you've been dealing with for a while. I understand that, but what I also want to remind you is that God is in control. He is overseeing your life. He is walking with you through your path. He knows about the brokenness that you've experienced with your parents or with your friends or in your relationships or whatever it is. And so can you trust God to walk with you through it? The way Nancy Lee DeMoss, um, I like how she says it. She says, can you trust God to write your story? And sometimes our stories will include challenge, brokenness, difficulty, a need to overcome. As a matter of fact, John chapter 16 promises that there will be things that we will have to overcome. It promises us that. Woo! I got to tell y'all the truth. I feel like I'm talking different now that the semester is over. I just don't know. But my hope is that this will sit in your spirit. It can be hard to trust people, but can you trust the God that is walking you through these difficult experiences with people who are maybe tough to be around, maybe hard to trust. Can you trust God to be with you through it? Are you going to allow God to lead you? So let that sit. Let it sit. Let it marinate. Go to God. Keep it real with yourself. Keep it real with the Lord. You know, jump into something that will, you know, in this Christmas season, jump into something that's going to help you delve a little bit deeper. And man, Jesus wasn't just born and that was it. And then happy new year. You know, the Lord is our savior. He came to this world and this was all a part of a plan that got created for us because he loves us. Let me get more into that. What was going on in the Old Testament, the prophecies about Jesus coming, all these things. Get into it. And I really think it will encourage you because we look at, um, you know, the life of Jesus and all that he has done. But um, this uh, devotional is showing me that there's also so much connected to the story of Jesus coming. That is so powerful and wonderful. Um, I heard somebody say that and I'm just like, oh, that is true in a word, like a whole one, you know. So. 
I'm going to rest. Okay? That is that's what that's what it is time for me to do. Whatever you're going to go do, I pray that it, you know, you go in peace. That the Lord will walk with you through times where it may be hard to trust others. But if anything, that you would truly place your trust in him. That he would guide you through whatever you're going through. And um, y'all, the love series is coming to a close. New Year is coming. You better get ready. Get ready. All right, y'all. Peace and love.